Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to hour two of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide in our my talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Lexi filling in for Don McClain. It is uh, Tuesday, July 26, 2022. But if you're listening to us on the podcast in the future, the date doesn't mean a damn thing. Thank you for being <laughs> no, here. That's no. true. Um, hey, girl. Hey, thanks for taking us with you wherever you are. I got home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... This is going to be unintentional because I just saw what you have typed in uh, for this segment. And then I was just reading something about something that I was pitching as well. So this is going to be this is going to be an unintentional animal kingdom type (gasps) situation. Oh, very nice. Live, live at the animal news desk. My talk's Alexis Thompson. That's right. We're going to start with Alexis and Peacocks. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is over the weekend. Martha Stewart, you know, one of my queens. I love her. Yeah, your queen. Uh, she has very good quality craft supplies, if you are looking for that. Tools and uh, anything. Anyway, she's just yeah. great. Uh, she also has a lot of animals, including peacocks. Yeah. And, like, I was hoping you'd do that, Jace. This mm-hmm. is one of the main reasons why I put Thank this you. on the grid. Because Jace can do a... Pretty, you could do a pretty good peacock. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh. Right there, yeah. Remember we played that game, Peacock or Jason? Uh, peacock or Jason, yeah. <laughs> we should do that again. <laughs> yeah, we should. Oh, well, so Martha Stewart posted a, a video of Blue Boy was one of her peacocks. Unfortunately, some coyotes came in broad daylight and devoured Blue Boy and five other of her peacocks, including yeah. one she called White Boy. And so she's asking her audience. Martha. Yeah. We may want to work on those names, Martha, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're blue. You're blue boy. You're white. You're white boy. Uh, So she is asking her followers how to get rid of aggressive coyotes who have expensive tastes when it comes to poultry. But she also just says R.I.P. Um, so she says she's not allowing them to be out in the yard anymore. They're putting an enclosure on top of the yard. So she's doing a few things. But what cracked me up is that she put the video to Marvin Gaye's um, Let's Get It On. So it's like, let's get it on. And I'm thinking, (laughs) wait a second. She's mourning her peacocks. And then she's got Let's Get It On going on. And she says it's a sad post because when Big Blue or Blue Boy was alive, I guess Big Blue would be appropriate. Yeah. She says that this song would have been perfectly appropriate because I guess Blue Boy 
got it going on a lot with the female peacocks, you know, lots of peacocking. And yeah. it's beautiful. You know, they, the boys are the ones that have the beautiful feathers and the bright colors because they're trying to go, hey, hey, ladies. Hey, hey. What's up? What's up? And I guess uh, Blue Boy was beautiful in doing that. And so it just cracked me up because there it is. She's so, mourning her peacocks, and it's Let's Get It On. Yeah. <laughs> it's the song that she picked. She's so fun to follow on social media. So what you're telling me is uh, Blue Boy doesn't have blue. <laughs> what would a peacock sound with blue a blue pair? He's frustrated. He's kind of all stopped up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's just... I like how you went down low. Really low, yeah. He's frustrated, yeah. Oh, God. Ooh, yes. Oh, Martha. Martha, hilarious. No one does like a memorial like Martha. Nope. Talking about her horny, her horny peacock. <laughs> Let's get oh. it on, big blue. Oh, God. <laughs> well, What's your okay. animal story, Jace? So I I nerded out yesterday, and I was watching uh, Shark Week content on the Discovery Plus app because it's I guess it's Shark Week. Yeah, I have questions. I haven't okay. checked it out yet because remember the Rock, he's the first master of ceremonies. Do you see him at all? No. Interesting. Um, but who we did see is Mister Lucky Dog himself, Brandon McMillan. And I didn't realize that Brandon had done Shark Week for a while. So he's in this show, or he is like producing and hosts this show called, and it's very dramatic, Great White Serial Killer, Fatal Christmas. So that's the, that's <laughs> oh, my the, gosh. Okay. So that's Fatal the title. The shark. Now, Brandon, he is... He's a dog he's trainer, He's a dog, right? yeah. Okay. He's, he's, my, my mother-in-law loves him on the Lucky Dog show. Uh, oh, okay. that Now there's new people on Lucky Dog. But he was on there. But yeah, he's really known for being a dog guy. But I guess he is also a shark guy and has been on Shark Week. Well, oh. so I'm watching the show. Again, it's called Great White Serial Killer, <laughs> Fatal Christmas. Well, it seems... It seems that people are ragging on this title and going on social media and ripping it apart because I, I was going to actually talk about this show and I still will. We'll take a break. But um, I just saw this post by Brandon. Brandon is a little defensive. He is not liking that people are busting on the name of the show. And he's this is funny. He writes question. If everyone hates the title and concept of our documentary so much and people scream at Discovery to do more science-based educational shows, why does our serial killer show consistently get some of the highest ratings of the week year after year? Meanwhile, the science shows typically bomb in the ratings. I'm asking for a friend. Hashtag Shark Week. So I was like, look at Brandon getting a little defensive about his documentary. Oh, um, now I will say the title is very dramatic. It oh, is, for and sure. It's come on fatal. 
But I watched this yesterday. Do people when, die? Well, when we come back, I will tell you about this episode and whether it was dramatic or not. Mm. Uh, plus more TV talk. Lex and I have caught up on like 14,000 shows. Yeah. Uh, the Bear. Uh, Lex finished Shites Creek. Drag Race. Girls Trip. Uh, and more. Stay Ooh. with us. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, everybody. It's Jason Live for Nutrisource, the official dog food of my boys, Dexter and Mr. Big. You know, I have a boxer and I have a French bulldog, two different sizes, about the same age. There's about uh, a year or two between them. But uh, because of the size difference, I need different formulas. And thank goodness we're a Nutrisource family because no matter the dog, no matter the breed, no matter the size, no matter the age, there is a formula for them. And there's even a great idea if you have a picky eater like we do. Mr. Big is a picky eater. So we have to feed him a very specific food. And we now have to give him kombucha. Kombucha by Nutrisource is a uh, dog food topper. It's like a bone broth that you pour right over your dog's food. It contains probiotics and it's delicious. Comes in three flavors. I say it's delicious like I have it. I haven't, but Mr. Big tells me. So find kombucha if you have a picky eater wherever you find Nutrisource. Hey guys, Bradley here. Little TV talk. We watch things so you don't have to. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. So, uh... Fatal Christmas. Dun, dun, dun. Fatal Christmas, Lex. Wow. Yeah. This is uh, Brandon McMillan, Shark Week uh, on Discovery and Discovery+. Plus. I, I'm fascinated by sharks like a lot of folks. I do love Shark Week. There wasn't much on television when Colin and I returned home last night. So he's like, why don't we fire up uh, Shark Week? So we watched this special, about 40 minutes, Lex. Okay. And uh, Oh, that's is, nice. Why yeah. did I think it was like two hours? No, about 40 minutes. Nice. And uh, I guess this series, again, Lex, I didn't even know this was a series. I thought this was a one and done kind of thing. But anyway, yeah, this one covers... A death uh, rather recently, back uh, just no, uh, back in Christmas, Christmas Eve of 2021. Oh, and this uh, surfer, 41 years old, um, and uh, off the California coast, uh, was—I don't mean to be graphic, but it's literally in the first two seconds of the show in the little pre-show. They say this: he was basically eaten. He was basically eaten in half, like chewed in half. By what they suspect is a great white, eighteen to twenty and uh, twenty feet long. Now let me just pause here. Oh, oh, thank wow. you. Yeah, that's that's the appropriate. <laughs> Whoa! The appropriate. Oh, this is Morro Bay. This is by Bakersfield, California. You know where that is, Lex? Yes, that's where you can get really great strawberries. Or eaten by a shark. Or eaten by a shark. I guess or the strawberries were working for them. Shark. Yeah. <laughs> Or eaten by a shark. Um, so, uh, th- this place seems to be now because they can track. You know, a lot of these great whites, Lex. Yeah, have are are tracked now. They've they're they're putting tracking devices on a lot of these great whites, so they see the migration patterns of the females. And this, the Murrow Bay, is a popular spot now for for. For sharks, but the surfers don't seem to mind. They're still going out there, and and this this poor gentleman has loved the ocean since he was a kid. Because they interview his brother, he knew the risks, 
but he loved the water. He loved the great sea. Mm-hmm. And he went out on um, on Christmas Eve. And uh, they kind of analyze the, 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 the gist of this documentary is they kind of analyze Lex the, the, the bite mark. They have his suit. They have his, his, uh, his wetsuit. And the guy, the, the, the shark expert that's with Brandon can look at the curvature and the bite marks in the suit and basically determine determine the size of the shark. And based on the bites, they said it was 18 to 20 feet long. Whoa. We're sitting in our movie room and Colin said, Whoa. Colin said, I just need you to grasp how big that is. And he said, basically, he goes, we have nine foot ceilings. So we're talking about a shark that's double this room size. And Lex, I'm sitting there on the couch and I'm like, oh, my my goodness. Can you imagine? That's like a school bus. Would that be equivalent? Um, Maybe a little shorter. A little shorter. Maybe a short bus. Yeah. But can you imagine? And from what they can, what they can determine, thank goodness this poor gentleman probably died rather quickly, like instantly, because from what they can gather, the shark, as they typically do, came from underneath him. He was on a boogie board, kind of like a body board, mm-hmm. and he had no idea. So he probably he didn't see it coming. He, you know what I mean? So if there's all there's any yeah, not he consolation. Went, he, went yeah. he went quick. Uh, but my goodness. So they kind of do this forensic investigation on the shark. And is it a shark that they've encountered before? Is it a shark that they've tagged? And they they think it is actually. Really? They don't know for certain, but there is a female shark that was tagged, I believe, in 2017 that they think could be the same shark because her tag illuminated around Christmas Eve in that area around that bay she was near that bay on christmas eve wow was he out surfing by himself no there was a couple other people out there and were they there interview a lot of a other people out there because I'm, I'm just wondering what the conditions were that there would be an attack because in this yes sharks do attack clearly yeah but there's also they're they're always there so what was different about this day was what were what how was the weather well, it? it's not so much the weather, but you learn that um, October, October, November is a, a more dangerous area, a more dangerous time. They tend to go to that bay mm. more so around that time. Is but that the when they're ex- like getting down? I think so. Okay. But the, but the scientist said warned. He goes, look. Sharks, mate. The, uh- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The scientist warned, he goes, look, they're there all the time. Don't don't be lulled yeah. into a false sense. He goes, they never leave. He goes, but uh, October, October, November are a more dangerous time. 
Mm. Anyway, I say this if you're fascinated with sharks. Well, they mate in spring and summer. Okay. If you're fascinated with sharks, this is a worthwhile show to watch. It's on Discovery Plus, That's available so cool. now. Yeah, so, I mean, it does sound very dramatic. It's you know, Fatal Christmas. Very dramatic, but it's a good show. But well they go done. into all of the like, yeah, how it happens, yep. and uh, so hopefully there's some takeaways. Like, if you are a surfer, was there anything to keep in mind other than just this no. could happen anytime? Yep, and they know it. You know, mm-hmm. the surfers know. They interviewed the brother who's a, a surfer. He goes, "We know the risks. Yeah, we know that that's the you know the ultimate fear." So, um, okay. We, I, 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 uh, let me do one that's short because I have a lot of questions about one of the shows that you caught up on. Oh, let's just do it now. Okay. The, the bear on Hulu. <sighs> Everyone's talking about this. It's about a restaurant. A guy moves home into Chicago to run his family sandwich shop. What are you thinking? Because everyone's loving the show. Uh, same. I'm loving it. I've watched two episodes now. Okay. And um, he is an award-winning chef, but he kind of keeps it under his belt because he's coming back into this family business. His his brother has died. He has a cousin who's very overbearing, who is used to running the show. And he's coming back with new ideas and new uh, other sous chefs to help. And so there's that whole dynamic in the back of, of the house there with the kids. The kitchen crew, you know, they're already a crew. They already are set in their ways. They make a certain thing. This is how they do it. And he's kind of, you know, stirring the pot a little bit. And so you see a lot of that dynamic, which is very interesting. Also, the restaurant was in the hole. He, the, his brother owed so many people money. So he has to come in and figure out how can we make more money. Um, his name is Car- uh, Carmi is what uh, his whole nickname there, but um, Carmen. It's Jeremy Allen White. If you loved yeah. Shameless, he cut Lip. He played Lip, um, which you know I loved that show. You love and, that show. Oh my gosh, and I love Jeremy Allen White. So uh, yeah, he's great in this um, and. You just see the dynamics. It's really a, a, a fun show. There's a lot of close-ups, if you like food, of them cooking the food. And then there's a lot of screaming in the kitchen, which is another oh, thing that very, I'm like, wow. It's very real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's just trying to make it right. And just to see, you you root for him. And then you, you really, the other characters, as you kind of get to know them, they kind of become more human to you and not as... One dimensional, one dimensional, and um, irritating, especially okay. the cousin. So, and I've only watched two episodes, but I can't wait to keep going. I, I really like it. It's on Hulu, I, um, and, I, and the bear is his nickname. I watched about fifteen minutes of the first one, and oh, yeah. I was intrigued. But then we had to go to we ran to some we had to do something. Um, I'm going to go back to it now that you said you got to episode two. We're going to go back to it. So, yeah, I think you'll really tr- like it. Okay, the bear on Hulu. Should we give something away, Lex? Let's do it. Let's do it. Lexi's ready to go. We're going to open up the phone lines. Uh, caller number 7 to 651-641-1071. We'll win a pair of tickets to Brew Love. This is a Ronald McDonald House Charities event at Target Field on Wednesday, July 27th from 530 to 830. So please make sure you can go. It's tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Two tickets. Tickets include a commemorative sampling glass, samples from participating craft beverage providers, and some appetizers from select Target Field vendors. Caller number seven will win these tickets, 651-641-1071. More TV talk when we come back. We are back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour two, right here on my talk. 
and later on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Lexi filling in for Don McLean. More TV talk. Uh, Lex yes. and I, we, uh, we caught up. <laughs> I caught up from vacation. You caught up, uh, unfortunately, from you having the, the COVID. Yeah, yep. the plague. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so we watched about 14,000 hours of television. <laughs> yes. um, I, uh, I want to go to an older show because <gasps> I'm fascinated and I, I really am curious. And I think all of you listening will be too. You finished Shites Creek. I did. Yes, on Netflix. Talk to me. Okay. I had like a whole season to watch, but it was great because yeah. it just kept rolling through. And I love this show. I I have to say, I did not love it in the very beginning. You it's, did not. I, I really did. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> how can a mom forget your kid's name? But once you kind of accept the premise, you can enjoy the bit. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it just, it took me a while to just jump on the train. But then I was fully on the express train and, and I couldn't wait to see how it ended. Um, but I did not enjoy the finale. What? And I'm wondering if you feel the same way as me. No! No, okay. So there are major parts of it that I loved, which of course is now spoiler alert. I don't know when this ended. A long time ago. Okay, long time ago. We're good. Okay, just want to make sure. I'm going to give it away. Um, because the love story and the wedding absolutely beautiful like things are going wrong it's raining they've got to figure out a new venue will david get the wedding of his dreams right so patrick who knows his fiance now husband very well he decided because he can get really stressful and he wanted to make sure that he had his like beautiful almost diva moment and everything that he wanted for the wedding he booked his future husband a massage. Do you remember all this, Jace? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Do you remember what happened at the masseuse? Yes. So I guess Patrick told the massage therapist, hey, make him feel good. Let him just kind of get away and not worry about anything wedding. Well, the massage guy decides that means a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Okay. And David was like, all right, and let it happen. And it just felt very out of character for me that David would let that happen, even though Patrick told the massage guy, you know, make him feel good. Uh-huh. Is that always like when you've had a lot of massages? Uh-huh. Have they I've ever offered of- that? Never. <laughs> I just thought I it felt gross is really what it did. And, and it, it took away from the sweetness of of their wedding because I just think David would know that that would really bother Patrick because there was um, a game of spin the bottle that he ended up kissing someone else and uh, he did not like that. So I would just think that in that moment, David would go, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Stop. Oh, see, I... That was such a blip on the radar for me. Oh, it was. And, okay. And maybe... That says something. I mean, we can get Freud up in here and my therapist up in <laughs> yeah, here sure. and we can analyze that. What does that mean? Um, what does that mean? <laughs> um, but also, you know what? I think in that moment, oh, I just not think I know. I yeah. think I, I leaned in to the humor of it, of Patrick being like, what? And then David feeling bad going, wait, I thought you bought that for me because 
I, you know, I know, uh, I know. If I'm just being blunt, yeah. I know a good number of gay couples, and uh, you know what? I know one straight couple that I think would be totally open with their partner buying a massage like that. Um, I know a lot of gay couples that are in open relationships. I don't know if David and 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 they're not in the no, show. No, no, no. That's they're why, not at all. That's why I think like knowing the couple as Got we it. have watched through six seasons, which totally. you know Patrick didn't come. Well, I guess Patrick came what in like the second season, uh, so, second or third. Yeah. So we know about him and we know about their couple. Dumb. That, yeah. Yeah. There are definitely people in our lives that were like, yeah, you would absolutely do that. It just felt very out of character. For David to accept it and then for him to believe that Patrick would be okay with that. Got it. That that just took me out. So then they're getting, then they're, you know, getting, and maybe call me Pruder Thompson at this point. I just felt like, ew. And then they, then they got married, which, you know, was very sweet. And there was the whole like Mariah Carey moment that David dreamed of. And so that brought me back to going, okay, I love this. Okay, good. But that just felt like a big misstep. And was it necessary? Because maybe the 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 payoff for me, I was thinking more of the grossness of it than the funny. Because he did hug um, him and then look over at his his friend, uh, Stevie. And they had a moment of like, yeah, that was really good, you know. But, ugh. That, I am. And we could... Let's get a therapist up in here and examine <laughs> what my lack of reaction right. and the fact that you had a reaction because I, I'm not kidding. If this was Vegas, Lex, yeah, I would never had laid money down that this would have even been anything. I forgot that it was even a plot point in the finale because that finale to me is one of my favorite TV finales now ever. Really? Real, oh, I mean, I can see why. The actual yeah. ceremony was really beautiful and the way that ever the community came together yeah. and, you know, how the family, they wrapped it up really nice in terms of yes. each character and where they're going. You have a good idea. And they really did end on top after six seasons. You know, they didn't, like, keep going. But, yeah, that was very, it just felt out of character. I no likey. Oh, that is so f- I love this because I that I cried, I laughed, I when it was over, I remember thinking and now, you know, that was an instant reaction and now that it's been a year, year and a half. Yeah. I, I feel more than ever it is just such a I thought a smartly written and fitting ending. And you know, I guess the reason maybe that I not excuse, but that that massage thing didn't because of the absurdity of it. Because to me, it's just absurd. So yeah. I didn't take it that I didn't take it that seriously. I just thought it was a, a vehicle for David to react, kind of like him peeing in the bed and all. So I didn't really consider it gross or anything. I just leaned into the comedy of it. Maybe that's I don't know. Uh, but- Maybe because I think when I look at the the whole show. The person I resonate most with is Patrick. And so maybe mm. I, I just thought of uh, what okay. it would feel like to be Patrick in that moment Got and it. trying to do something nice. And then it was just completely misinterpreted, you know? And I'm very David. Right. So I'm very that, David. <laughs> I that am might explain very, it right there. This is, this is, I love this because I'm very David. So I would have been like, what? 
I thought that's what you. You're like because okay, I can sure. see me. Lex, I can see me doing that. Like I could have seen me in that situation going. I thought you bought me the whole package deal. And I didn't know what to do and. Well, oh, and then God, I also thought, funny. like, how many times, I mean, and maybe, I, I, this is a whole new world for me, but yeah. to say, you know, to have on the menu, happy ending. Yeah. When you're getting a massage. Yeah. I, I, maybe that happens a lot more. No. Yeah, well, it does. I, I know. And let me be clear. Even though I said I'm a David, I, Colin and I have never bought each other, though. Just, I want to go on my records. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> Just don't want any misunderstanding. No, no, no. I. But I'm being very real when I say, and it's interesting. You are. I am very David. I. Yeah. If the person, if I would have thought it was a gift, I'd have been like, uh, oh, he bought this for me. Uh, okay, I guess we'll do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. <sighs> Okay, well, we haven't even scratched the surface of uh, talking. And, hey, programming mm. note, uh, we're excited. Coming up at 8.30, we're going to talk Comic-Con because we were uh, having some fun yesterday. And uh, our very own Jake Thompson, Alexis's brother, was there. Yes. So uh, he's going to give us all the insights getting that's coming up in our 8 o'clock hour. We'll be back right after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. Oh, I love to eat it every day. And if you ask me why, I'll say. Cause Oscar Mayer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Oscar Mayer, the first name in Bologna. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. It's a question that we, uh, yeah, it's a rude Rocco. Uh, it's a question uh, that we often ask when we play that particular classic commercial, and that is, when did Americans stop calling it Bologna and started calling it Bologna? Did anyone ever call it Bologna? I, I don't know. I thought it was always Bologna. Me too. I've never, yeah, nobody never in my that. life, nev- no, I've never heard that until I started playing those commercials. I wonder what Liz called it. I don't know. Let's find out. Hello, Liz. I think we need to talk. She's a sweetie. I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz, who joins us on the phone. Good morning, Liz. Good morning to all of you. Martin! Liz, have you ever heard it called bologna? No, I haven't, but that sounds very Italian, doesn't it? (laughs) It does. Yeah, yeah, uh, because like a a bolognese sauce, and you know what I mean? that's, That's what you think of, but nobody in my life ever has called it bologna. No, Ever. not in my no. life either. <laughs> no. It's from it, the city of Bologna, Italy. Yeah, it could be. It is, Lex? It is, yeah. That's where it originated. Oh, oh. really? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's fancier than I thought. I thought it was just some silly uh, us Americans that we just, okay, let's take a little bit of this meat and a little bit of this meat. And then uh, I thought it was just us, uh, goofy Americans. But no, it's from well, you Italy. you got to remember, 
remember yeah. half the people in this country have brought dishes from other countries. Very yes. true. Thank goodness, huh? Ooh. Very yeah. true. Uh, so it's a it, origin is in Italy. It's an Italian origin. Yeah, okay. yeah Northern it, Italy. Yeah. My, my grandpa uh, Earl used to love a fried bologna sandwich. Oh, oh yes. Liz, have you ever had a fried bologna sandwich? No, I haven't, but it sounds yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, it's kind of good actually. And, yeah. and oh yeah, and, and brown that up a little bit. Yeah, Oof. a little bit, Lex. The and flavors come eat, out. And tomato sandwiches. He used to have a garden. And he would go oh, out. Tomato sandwiches. I love those. Oh, I, you, t- I do too. Oh, you both Liz, do? so good. You had a little of that coarse salt on it. Oh. Yep. yep. Yum. Yeah. I ate those as often as I could get a tomato. <laughs> I I think it's because I don't, I didn't love tomatoes up until about five years ago. The thought, because of the text, the thought of eating that used to gross me out. He used to use white Wonder Bread, salt, pepper, and then just slice tomatoes from his garden. Oh, I it just oh now it actually sounds good to me. Yeah. I can I should, go. <laughs> I should probably try it now. So yeah, uh, yeah. Liz. Well, another thing that's good to eat is OP that came about during the Second World War is spam. Yes, yes. I love fried spam. <laughs> me too. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. I all those weird foods I don't mind. And they have My, so many no, different flavors too. <laughs> Yeah. New, all these new flavors of spam as well. Yeah, you know, you know what? Like an old food that people don't really eat anymore is uh, my mom loves liver and onions. Oh. I know. Uh, there's, I have a story about that. I hated liver when I was a kid, and I went to see my grandma, and she used to uh, fry liver in with bacon, you know, and onions and that kind of stuff. I got to love it after that. And when she, she fried it with bacon and onions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bacon yeah. helps. <laughs> oh, I just, I have never liked it. My mom used to order it. There were a couple restaurants in our hometown that would serve it. And even the smell of it. Oh, it never, what, never was. I feel the was same a, way. I wonder if we feel that way now, though. As our that, palates have changed a little. I think I would. Liver just, I don't. Do you like liver now, Liz? Yeah, I do as long as it's fried with bacon and onions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get that good flavor going. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. I was with you, Jason. I couldn't take the smell of it either. I, no. <laughs> and my mother gets so mad at me because I didn't like it. So she, she listened to my grandma. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then speaking of my grandma and speaking of, yeah, I love that we're talking about random foods that people aren't really in fashion anymore. My grandma Mazak, my mom's mom, um, she used to eat head cheese. Brr. Oh, oh, yeah, I can't do it. Can't no. do it. I can't either. My, my grandmother ate head cheese, too, and my mother, and I thought, yuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your mom, oh. Your, 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 mom, your mom did, too, Liz? Oh, yeah. She's a good Swede. <laughs> yeah. My, just the look of it, the gelatinous oh, meat chunks. and Oh, God, it's just vile. <laughs> But yeah, my grandma used to think. Well, I mean, my grandma, uh, you know, went through World War II and 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 the Depression, and and, uh-huh. and, and it was just a different era. But she right. tried, she tried giving it to me as a kid. I'm like, um, no, I'm an '80s kid. Uh, I'll take some <laughs> pretty pebbles, thank you very much. Hot yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, grandma, uh, this is no. Where's you know, my another s- thing? During the Second World War, a lot of times you couldn't get meat. 
And so oh. my mother would make gravy, and we'd have it over toast. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That well, sounds good. good. Say, yeah, yum. My father-in-law, I love this subject. This is just, I love this. My father-in-law, um, you know, they, uh, my uh, father-in-law has, I don't know, like nine, ten uh, brothers and sisters. So they didn't really have a lot of money. They grew up on a farm. And uh-huh. uh, and and they used to always get the free peanut butter in, in school. Mm-hmm. So, and he used to eat it with such um, with such frequency that now he cannot stand it. Like he cannot <gasps> eat oh, peanut butter. Really? Yes. And and sometimes that happens. You know. Yeah. I mean, you you eat a food to the point where overkill. you you overkill and you don't like it anymore. And right. and not. Uh, that's true. I mean, I used to love liverwurst sandwiches. You wouldn't think I'd like liverwurst after I didn't like liver. Yeah. But what is- I had to have liverwurst sandwich every day when I went to school, and my mother got so sick of making those liverwurst sandwiches for me that she started getting angry with me. <laughs> I, I must admit, I don't even know what liverwurst is. What is it a is it a beef byproduct or is it pork or what is it, Liz? Uh, well, it's it, it it I think it is liver from whatever, whatever animal you can get liver from. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. really sure myself, but that's what makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, like bologna size. At least yeah. round wise, and yep, yeah. slice it, and yep. I'll take a big. Uh, I'll take a pass on that. I'll take a. I'll take a oh, <laughs> but it's all liver. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We. I, I might try liver and onions just for my mom, just as an adult, <laughs> to see if I still hate it. Yeah, see. yeah. I'm curious Make, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well li- I'll try it in bacon grease. Yeah, yeah, I'll have That's her. Yeah, mom, make it for me. That's right. Yeah. Well, Liz, have a great week, sweetie. We will talk to you on Tuesday. Okay. Well, you all have a good week too, and say hello to to Don for me. Will we do. will. We will. Oh, we love you. Bye. Bye, sweetheart. Coming up next, it's Tuesday, and that means the one, the only, second chance romance. Will we find love? Yes. No. <laughs> You'll find out when we come back. Back in a moment.